Welcome to the Investor Coaching Show, a podcast to help you get an insider's view of the financial world and escape common investment traps. We look at the financial news of the day and help you make sense of it so you can relax about money. And here's your host, Paul Winkler. Yeah, sometimes the conversation in between... <laughs> Well, our, our conversation on air was pretty interesting, too. Just talking about uh, $100,000, Nick was just talking about. And I looked it up. Talking about that they have to, if they have six-figure income. Yeah, what what women in their, you know, looking for a male to provide what they're looking for is a guy, typically around my age, 26, right? They're looking for a guy who's six foot, making six figures a year. So this is online dating apps that this, this, data, is in this data is coming from? Yeah. This, is, this is in general. This is anecdotal from Nick. Yeah. Yeah. But it's real stuff. Well, I just looked it up. There's givingwhatwecan.org. There's a website that actually tracks incomes. And it is. If you have a household income of $100,000 in a household of one adult, uh, there are only 1% of people that are richer than you. 99% of people make less than that. So that's kind of mm-hmm. what you just said. Yep. It's crazy. That's fascinating. And if you add a height component to that, it's it gets less. even smaller. There you go. Well, Supply okay. and demand. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all economics. One of my favorite books, one of my favorite <laughs> books was a book that uh, a fellow classmate had mentioned to me. Not that I needed it because I was married, but she said just for people that if you're talking to young people that are that are single, mm-hmm. she said uh, this book, Finding a Date Worth Keeping. Oh, and yeah. she was talking about the idea behind dating is just to get know, get to know more about yourself and to get get to know more about other people. And just talking about dating people for that particular mm-hmm. reason. Not having a laundry list of all the criteria that you needed in the person. Was I, th- I thought was a really piece of good piece of advice in the book, because if you have, well, it just got to be this tall, it's got to have this income, has to have this looks, has to be that. And if you have all the, those criteria down on what the person has to be, then when you finally meet the person that meets all those criteria, you won't be yourself. You'll be too careful. <laughs> and what will end up happening is you may sell yourself, but you sell yourself into a relationship you end up hating. So. A little advice for those people yeah, so out, I, out there. I am a planner, but um Oh, don't I, tell me. I saw Cindy singing in church and I just thought she was hot. And three <laughs> three months later we were married. So you know Well you know, there are always exceptions. I, mean, I didn't no. quite run it through the spreadsheet or the filter or anything like that. Well, I was I was reading <laughs> thirty years reading ago. this one book. It was uh, "Thou Shalt Prosper." We were talking about it before the show. Yeah, uh, a pastor friend of mine gave it to me. See, I didn't need to read this, Paul. But he was talking about super super intelligent people versus super super dumb people. <laughs> he talks about it in the book, and he says, you know, if you're really really low, super super low on the IQ scale, likelihood of being really financially successful is reduced. So most people think, well, if you're super, super intelligent, that your odds are much greater that you're going to be successful. And he goes, no, actually not. And it says, now people will point out to like the Bill Gates of the world that are very intelligent, but you know, and they they're financially successful, but that's actually a rarity. Right. It's it's just not not the way it works. So anyway, I, I I said I would share the housing data. So I'm listening to this financial show. We're talking about the stuff that has happened so far this year that has been, well, just years about over. But what happened in 2023 that was just plain interesting 
I mean, look at housing and you look at the inflation and you look at how interest rates going up has trapped people in homes. Yes. You know, so you're sitting there on a 2% mortgage. <laughs> you ain't moving. <laughs> Two, I don't. 2.625. Uh-uh. I'm not going anywhere. I'm stuck. But you weren't going anywhere anyway. <laughs> I think about it. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so looking at that, you go, okay, so what are people doing? And this guy made a comment about new homes versus existing home sales. And I, I decided I was just, <laughs> I just needed to go search from data on this. And I did find this article that was written in USA Today. It was Great Housing Inventory Divide, New Construction Versus Existing Homes. They said, now this is earlier this year, and we're doing a recap of the year. Mm -hmm. but this is March of 2023. 33% of homes listed for sale were new homes in various stages of construction. 33, a third of homes wow. listed. Now, if you look from 2000 through 2019, that number is normally 13%. Wow. That's a huge difference. And there's still a shortage of housing. Yeah. So, and, and, and you look at that and go, wow, that has been a huge change from the historic norm. People buying new construction versus going into existing homes. So did you guys see um, the, the, the tech that will change your life in 2024? Maybe. So the Wall Street Journal had an article that was talking about, they said, they said uh, so what can, what can we predict for 2024? AI, as far as AI, <laughs> AI. E -Y -E. AI can see. Can see. Yeah. Isn't that good? <laughs> we won't even pretend to know all things generative. AI will do for your devices, our jobs, our lives, our elections, but we can promise you it won't you won't be able to escape it. We'll see either uh, we'll see other things decline uh, too, or other things too, decline of dreaded password, a boom in cleaner energy, uh, increasing regulation around kids on social media, more. Apple will start selling $3,500 face computer that aims to change how we see the world. A face computer. Have you guys heard of that? I have to say no. Or at least our living rooms. Here are our <laughs> predictions. That's a pretty wide range. I don't know. Change how we'll see yeah, the world or our living or room. Or our living rooms. <laughs> well, for some people, that is their world. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 12-inch uh, <laughs> world. When photos of a bull walking down the train tracks in New Jersey recently went viral, many people first thought was, did AI make this? No, it was the real deal. Don't worry, the bull's safe now. I got to tell you something. So, so Michael, I'm going to throw him under the bus. Uh-oh. Here in the office. I walk in, <laughs> and he's got this shy little, you know, he's got this little smile on his face, you know? And I'm going, what are you doing? He's got this look on his face, and I'm like, what are you doing? I'm taking your radio show, and I'm using it to clone your voice. And I said, you're doing a what? Oh, what? AI. Yeah. For, for ad copy on AI? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he literally, oh. he's trying to figure out how to make an entire radio show without me being present. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, it was like, what are you doing? 
Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Some I say, so we're going to do a deep fake of the investor coaching show. Is that And it'll be in Spanish. And I, it'll sound like you speaking Spanish. <laughs> I, just, I mean, it's some of that French. stuff is really it's really cool. I I don't know if cool is the word, but that that isn't what came to mind. I was like what? Uh, but anyway, so he was just talking about the technology. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did this happen already? No, 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 no. No, yeah. everything's real still. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's all still there. Know how but I feel it, about that. Yeah. Well, it says there's the internet challenge 2024. How do we tell the real from AI? And yeah, it's exactly it. It's just, just like, this is getting weird. But if you're expecting 2024 to be the year of the EV boom, think again. It's not that EV sales are down. I thought they were. It's that the pace of growth is slowing down. And it says two of the biggest consumer pain points are price and charging, of course. Uh, and they were talking about, you know, so EV, um, PCs, talking about every manufacturer is aiming to give you access to AI and your devices quickly and easily. Uh, so you're going to see a lot of things coming from, from that way. Uh, longer life for older gadgets, Unlike milk and bread, there's no expiration date printed on the gadget packaging. Doesn't mean that you don't have them. Modern internet-connected devices remain tied to their makers after we buy them, and when the makers stop providing services, they die. So apparently, maybe there's maybe longevity for things. Maybe the the yeah. software. Well, gonna, I think what was it? That would be uh, good because that is a pain. Windows 10 is like not being supported after the end of this year or something like that. Yeah. Well, I can I can only imagine. Yeah, it says you know they're they're talking about putting floating 3D spreadsheets on our office walls. Whoa. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what is that? It'll be like CSI walking around here looking at three-factor analysis for correlation coefficients for a portfolio and no, it'll be I'd like get into it'll that. be like Star Wars. No, I would get into that. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. If you guys don't know what three factor is, uh, that that's that's the investing. That's the holy grail of investing. Regression analysis, mm -hmm. floating three D in the middle of the room. Yeah. So uh, cracks in Apple's garden walls was another thing that they said here. It says while Apple's App Store has been the only way to install apps on the phone, I guess you know they're they're going to EU has been really pushing to change that. Yes. So we've been hearing a little bit about that. Pass keys in more places. Passwords are lousy when hackers exposed information belonging to around 6.9 million customers of DNA test kit company. Yeah. Companies said hackers tried credentials stolen from other websites. So, you know, that's kind of hopefully they'll be a thing of the past. Passcodes, because th that passwords will be passwords. a thing of the past, you think? I don't. That's, that's what they're saying because they can be stolen. I, you know, you look at that and, and, and to me, that is a huge risk to any business. Oh, yeah. People's passwords, identity theft, and those types of things. Well, we go through that, you know, every quarter. We go through, you know, crypt, not crypto, but, you know, like security, security and training, all that kind of yeah. stuff and how to protect data and all those. I mean, that's, to me, that's going to be an ongoing. Yeah, and some of the websites we have to update the passwords every three months. That's another good reason not to store your credit card there. Thinking about the earlier story For about sure. spending, just For sure. don't have the data. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah riding in a self-driving car. You guys going to do it? No. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Did you not hear the behind-the-scenes conversation I, I mean, and I was having? So, no, I did not. So let's have a— Yeah, so, yeah go ahead, Evan. Let's all take a real pill on that one. Yeah. We, we often, all of us, go back and forth to Scottsdale 
every once in a while. I know while, they're, they're out there. The year. They're out there. Well, I'm just going to say we sit on a self-driving aircraft for probably 95% of that time. True. <laughs> going to and from but then Phoenix. There are fewer so, fewer things to run into up there in the air. Yes, but it's a lot further <laughs> fall than in a Toyota Corolla, too. If something goes wrong. I mean, Yeah, really, but if you run into something going 60 miles per hour, it doesn't matter how far of a fall it there's is. There's no pedestrians up at 33,000 feet. <gasps> that's right. But, you know, there's so much AI that's currently out there that we're just kind of unaware of because uh-huh. we just don't come in contact with it. It's it's already there. It is. I, I, I want my flying car. I just tell Oh, I, in a second. That's what I'm living for. I, I, I am. I'd sell the house and get a shack to get a flying car. <laughs> How far yeah. off the ground? Oh, I don't care. Oh, but. but uh, five feet off the ground, I'd be fine. You've got, you've got these ones out there. They've got 10,000 hours and plus in flight hours in these things with no incidents. And I want it to turn into my briefcase when I get to the office. I think it's pretty cool And I just walk in up the elevator with my car and my briefcase. (laughs) George Jetson. They do have one that's called the Jetson. Yeah. That's it, That's what it's called. But, you know, the Black Fly I was just talking about has over 10,000 hours. So, Hey, guys, if you want specific advice for your unique situation, schedule a free 15-minute phone chat with one of our trusted advisors by going to paulwinkler.com forward slash call. We don't sell any products, and our advisors don't make any commissions, so this isn't a sales call. We have a coaching process that helps you understand investing and relax about money. Don't put blind trust in anyone with your financial assets. We want to partner with you in the process so you know what you're doing and why. We manage assets on a fee-only basis, which means that when you do well, we do well, which aligns our interests with yours from the start. We also bring you into the financial planning process that gives you a clear plan so you can find the freedom to pursue your purpose. All our advisors are degreed planners, too, with years of experience. So schedule a free 15-minute phone call with an advisor by going to paulwinkler.com forward slash call. So Nick had to tell us about Apple Vision Pro, and I went and looked at a video of it. Isn't it cool? You ever heard of Zager and Evans? Say what? Ever heard of Zager and Evans? Are you allowed to say that on the uh, I am. On, on I am, air? totally. Okay. And, and some of the older people out there will probably remember the song, In the Year 2525, uh-huh. verse 4. In the year 5550, your arms are hanging limp at your side. Your legs got nothing to do. Some machine's doing that for you. There you go, man. Same thing. Didn't have to get to 5555. <laughs> Just had to get to 2023. So, you know, Transformer. No, robot Nostradamus in has nothing to do, nothing on <laughs> Zagrin Evans. Is that what you're saying? Something like that. Zagrin Evans. Yeah. So, um, so you're uh, saying there everyone is going to be a Transformer. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so uh, JR sent me an article about your New Year's goals, uh, why you should make your 2024 goal a fresh start, going to the gym, eating healthier, smoking less, figuring out what the niece means when she says you're giving boomer, <laughs> whatever that means. There's no you. end this to the resolution. I have no idea. This is a family I show. Could, I, could I, know, I, exactly I have no means. idea what that means. I know I, what it means. What does it mean? Nick, you go oh. first. Giving boomer? Yeah. It means the way that you act is old. Yeah. Good. Thank you. I, I embrace that. <laughs> Your response to it. I embrace that. You know what? I guess as boomers sitting around this table. Uh, I'm good with it. Sense. 
I'm, I'm good. Touch with that. some grass, man. No matter your goals, psychologists say the fresh start approach is the great way to achieve them, including goals you feel slipping away before the calendar even flips to February. So, what's a fresh start? In one study, researchers offered university employees the opportunity to choose between increasing their contributions to a savings plan immediately or at a specified future point in time connected to a fresh start date. The, that framing increased the likelihood that they would choose to increase the contributions at some future point in time. I guess if, if it's just not going to happen immediately, I'll increase my contributions if it'll start in February. Because that gives me January to mess around. You see what see what they're saying? So are they saying? I, I just want to clarify. Yes. Are they saying the delay caused them to be more in line with it, or the fact that they yes. use the word yes. "fresh start"? No, the the delay. Okay. As long as it doesn't happen immediately. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's kind of like if you tell me I've got to do something, but I've got, but I won't have to do it till next week. Hey, we're going to go out someplace. And if yeah. you tell me I'm going to go next week, I'm fine. If you tell me I'm going right now, I'm like, oh, nah. I, 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 I'm that way. I don't know if everybody's Boy, that, that way. But I, that I'm just, seems really counterintuitive. Not, not to me. Not to me because I, I am very much that way. If you tell me that I've got to go do something, but I've got a week or so before I've got to do it, it's in the future. I don't have to think about it right now. Okay. But that's just me. Isn't there kind of like procrastination? Nick's nodding yes. I was going to say, yeah. it's like, it's putting off... <laughs> Saving for the future in the future. Yeah, but you're only putting it off like a month. That's no big deal. I know. It sounds like procrastination to me. Like, I have to think about it right now. Yes, and then, but it's going to and happen. And next Thursday. No, no, no. But oh, you, my but God. No, I've got to rush to get this done No, but Ira, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You're, you're going to increase the contributions. You tell your employer, start increasing my contributions to the 401k in February. All right. You're more likely to do do that and be okay with that, then you are saying well, start right most, away. Well, most 401k applications now have a little box to check to increase it like 1% every year. I think that's year. great. Yes. Yeah. We increase it 1% each year. You start off at three and next year you'll be contributing four and the next year after that five. And yeah, that's a really good way. We, we see that from psychology studies. Now it says, uh, now that you've set your goal for a landmark date, how you pursue it will be will go a long way toward whether you achieve it. There are generally two ways to tackle the goals you've set for yourself. One yields more success than the other. Avoidance goals. This works well when it comes to your ex. It's not how you want to attack resolutions. Avoidance goals are stop eating sweets or watch less TV. Approach goals, instead of avoiding behavior, you create a new one. It's kind of the nature of pores of vacuum. you got to yeah. have a new behavior. Your goals will be wanting to eat more vegetables or reading more books. Someone was talking about reading. It was in that book that I was talking about, Thou Shall Prosper. Mm-hmm. He actually makes a comment about that that I thought was interesting about reading books. Yeah. And just talking about how people that tend to be more financially successful do tend to read more. Yeah. In general. It, uh, yeah, it was it was an interesting paragraph, or maybe it's you know a couple of pages in that book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a couple of years, but um, someone had gone over to a friend's house, or they were on a first da- blind date, or something like that. First date, and they had cleaned up the house so yes. that they made a good impression and put everything away. Uh huh. And the person came away thinking, "Well, they didn't have any books laying around anywhere. This person's probably not a good." <laughs> Not a, a good, good candidate. And they cleaned up the house to hide everything. They almost didn't yeah, have a second funny. date because of that. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's quick really, question. Yeah. Quick good question. Good memory. Yeah. Does comic books count? 
No. <laughs> oh, okay. Anime, none <laughs> of that counts. No, 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 no. I don't no, watch no, no. anime. I read a lot of comic no. books. Well, because I have an old soul like that. There, there's always 2024. 20, oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I thought that was that was good. I mean, yeah. just uh, some things just to think about. You know, things that you have approach goals, things that you're going to start doing mm-hmm. in 2024. Don't say I'm not going to do this. Say here's what I'm going to do. And start small. You know, if you're going to clean up the house, you know, I'm, I'm, that's, that's a big goal. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of stuff. But I'm going to have a 15-minute cleaning period of time at 10 o'clock in the morning from 10 to 10 and 15 or from 6 o'clock at night to 6.15 or whatever. Yeah. And then just little by little, you'll get there. Inch by inch. It's a sin. Life is hard by the yard. It's a cinch by the inch, as they say. Hey, this is Paul Winkler. Hope you enjoyed today's edition of the Investor Coaching Show. You want to learn more about what we do, go to our website, paulwinkler.com. You can watch some of the videos there, and if you're not already a client, you can set up a free initial consultation. Until next time, I'm Paul Winkler, reminding you that I believe that more educated investors are more confident investors, and confident investors are more successful investors. Have a great one. Advisory services offered through Paul Winkler, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The opinions voiced and information provided in this material are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what investments are appropriate for you, please consult with a financial advisor. Paul Winkler, Inc. does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your particular situation.